Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Do you think we can get through this before the trick-or-treaters come? I don't know. <laughs> I, I saw some people walking around outside, so if we get interrupted by a doorbell, that, uh, people should know that's what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy Halloween. Yes, happy Halloween. <laughs> it's, I mean, I can't remember, like, when, do they go out when the sun goes down? Yeah, just before the sun goes down. Yeah, so it's not quite down yet. But we're yeah, up against it. We're the up younger against kids it. are probably starting to go out. So, yeah. 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 No, I guess that's true, the little ones. Oh, and so funny, because I totally forgot this, about because we don't live in Utah anymore. We grew up in Utah. We don't live in Utah anymore. Um, and listening to Radio From Hell, uh, they were, the what's been going on for the past week is the whole, like, when do we go trick-or-treating? Because trigger <laughs> Halloween, I know, because Halloween's on a Sunday. What do we do? And then I follow people from Utah on Twitter. Like, I mean, uh, I can't think of, like, who but anyway so then this ongoing thing and i saw something today about you know they should just decide um that trick-or-treating happens on saturday no matter anyway so that it, it should be every the last saturday every october something like that anyway go ahead Rick. no i i mean if, if you're in utah and, and you're a mormon you want to know when to go trick-or-treating go trick-or-treating on tuesday at 2 p.m that seems <laughs> safe i mean it's not family home evening <laughs> There's probably no church activities on <laughs> Tuesday at 2 p.m., right? It depends. Yeah, you're right. Not typically. Yeah. You're right. No. So yeah. Tuesday, Tuesday, 2 p.m., <laughs> no, no earlier, no later. You must wrap up by 4 um, or else the devil will get you. So. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So funny. Things we don't have to worry about. We don't live in Utah. <laughs> I know. And I remember, too, it made me think, too, like being in Utah, just how much, like, oh, the world revolves around, you know, the way that they do things. And you even, get outside of that. And it, it's not like that anymore. Yeah. And even for people who aren't in that, it still revolves around. No, that, totally. So, which totally. is strange. So, no, totally. Yeah. Anyway, I was just thinking about, like, we don't have to worry about I'm like, no, it's on... It's on the 31st. Here come the trick-or-treaters. Yeah. We didn't have any trick-or-treaters yesterday or Friday. No, that's what I was thinking, too. Maybe, no, that, no. maybe no. we might have had some on Tuesday. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, 2 p.m. And they missed their chance. Well, our light is always on, so people will try, I'm sure. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you just show up at the door and ask for candy. What are you supposed to do? <laughs> um, hold on, please. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure somebody somewhere has made fun of that before. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay, so welcome to Couples Who Bravo Together. I'm Victoria. I'm Brian. <laughs> um, we are going to talk about uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I don't think we're out of time to talk about anything else Bravo. Um, and then we're going to talk about Succession. And then, oh, impeachment. Oh, my gosh. So we've got, um, we've got a lot to do. Um, and... Uh, and we've got to like wrangle trick or treaters. So yeah. let's see what happens. The candy bowl is waiting. It is. I saw some people out there. All so right. it's what four thirty. It's still a little bit light, but I think yeah. the little kids are out. And it. I mean, to be fair, it is Sunday, and so kids have school tomorrow. <laughs> it's yeah. They might be out a little earlier. Yeah. No. And and for those who don't know, in Nevada, it was Nevada Day. On Friday, which is a state holiday and mm. schools are out, state offices are closed. So also they've been hankering all weekend for their candy and they want it. 
Yes. They want it now. Yeah. That's also why they don't come out early. Yeah, they're very aggressive. No. So. <laughs> and I'm sure the parent, they're aggressive. The children are. Yes. parents are like sick of like having them inside the house because i'm sure they've already been to halloween parties i'm sure there's been some trunk or treats already have treating whatever that's called and so clearly we don't have children so we don't know what these things are called no i i mean do the kids wear the costume all weekend do the costumes oh, stink at this point no i, mean, <laughs> I, I, I guess it depends on the family i'm sure there's some i'm sure fa- some families do different costumes each day oh god that's <laughs> oh well you know i mean people love halloween so <laughs> Those people are a mystery to me. No, I know, I know. I often can. I often call myself a Halloween Grinch. I like the trick or treaters, but other than that, like, I don't really do anything. No, no. We did watch some scary movies this month, but that was about the extent of it. Yes, ball humbug. I know, I know. To Halloween. So, all right. Um. So then, uh, let's get to it. Let's. I mean, let's. Like I said, we have tons to do, and we're trying to worry about the trick or treaters. So, Salt Lake City this week, uh, was called Slippery Slope. Okay. I think it was episode seven. So I was thinking about we're probably about halfway through the season, depending how much they give us. So I think some of the other franchises have been running about 20-ish episodes, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit less. Um, when it's not COVID, I think it's like 20 to 24, so I don't have to see. So we're probably almost halfway through. We've got to be like coming up on this Jen's arrest thing pretty soon. Yes. I'm thinking. So anyway, tonight will be episode eight, so we'll watch that eventually and get to it. Um, the thing I wanted to talk about was the most was, uh, the stuff going on with Jenny and Dewey and the, mm-hmm. they started talking last week cause he's been, it's been a few episodes of him talking about how he wants to, um, have another kid mm-hmm. and she's had some health issues. And so she's, um, and she's like, they already have three great kids. So, mm-hmm. you know, I have another one anyway. So they, he, last week he brought up having a sister wife. And, um, and so she stomps away and then, um, she storms off justifiably. So, and, um, and then she, um, it comes up again this week cause they go out, I guess like on a, kind of like a date night sort of thing. Um, and they talk about some more, he's really pushing this. Yeah, he is. And uh, is he really serious? Is this just my question? That's my question. I don't know. He Um, got, I mean, he cried. That emotion seems real. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I mean, I get it. And, um, I get it, but still, this is not the way to deal with it. I don't know. No, Um, I, well, I guess I have a question too. And maybe this is like totally sexist of me, but I, I, I guess what is your take as a guy and the, the need to like have a bunch of kids because I guess I understand the female perspective. Like to me, there is like, at least from my experience, there's like this, there's a, there's a thing about being, there's stuff in our society about being a mother. It becomes like a huge identity of being a woman and women will shame each other. Um, if you haven't become a mother, it's almost like you don't know what it really means to be a woman. And anyway, I I think there's a lot of identity tied up in being a mother. Mm -hmm. Because it's tied to our biology. Like, there's so much of our biology attached to that. So anyway, so from a female perspective, I absolutely get, like, women wanting kids. I, I don't know. There's something about that that just, I get that. Like, I get maternal. What I don't understand is men who want to have a ton of kids. 
And we've seen, I mean, there's other examples of this, but I guess that's what I wanted to ask you about was what's your take on that? And do you understand, I mean, do you, not that you have that instinct, but, but can you explain that as a man? Like I've got to have a ton of kids because he, he keeps saying he wants a lot of kids. Right. No, I, I guess I don't get that because, um, I guess, yeah, I, I don't get that. I, I really don't because mm-hmm. uh, I, 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 I don't get it, I guess. Because, I mean, what's the, uh, uh, maybe he gets to just sit back and, and tell people he has all these kids and Jenny does all the work. I don't, I, yeah. I don't know. I, you know, I yeah. don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I really don't get that. I, I don't. I guess from the perspective, like, you know, what you get out of it, right? Like, I guess, I guess maybe it's just the idea of like. I guess I guess the question of having it's just the question of having kids in general, right? Like why do people want kids? Is it because they want like a version of themselves? Is it because like they really want to, you know, put something out into the world? I, I don't know. I guess maybe I guess maybe that's really what's at the heart of it is that question of Right, but I I guess I still don't get it. I I I, I and I, I know I'm not being very articulate and talkative, oh. but I don't get it. No, no, <laughs> because no. I honestly, I, I don't. Yeah. I mean, because he has three. I know. And so what's the difference between three and four? I mean, right. you have three people that you're, you know, if it's like, oh, I'm going to put these people out into the world, you have three already. No, I know. Oh, I need three people to, I, I, I need people to worship me. I, uh, you have three people already to worship that, you. I, I, I don't get it. No, I that, don't get it. I don't know. Same, 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 same. For all those reasons. Like they already have three I mean, his comment about, you know, in their Vietnamese culture about the practice of having lots of kids. And, like, he talked about, like, you know, he had some relatives that had, like, 50 kids or something like that. And I'm like, is that a thing we're aspiring to? I just, I don't get it. I, I don't get it. Yeah, but but why? I, I, I mean, I, 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 I guess it would be interesting to ask him, ask him why. Yeah. I don't know if he's thought about that other than, okay, so in a, I, I, I don't know at what point this person who had all those kids had all those kids, but right. it, in there, there were times in, in American society where you had 10 kids or, or, you know, because it was labor. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. it was, yeah, exactly. it was labor exactly. for your farm or yes. labor for your, whatever activity you were conducting to make a living. Yes, um, exactly. But, uh, I, I mean, to compare an ancestor that had that many kids to now, I, right? Like, I, I that doesn't make any sense to me, right? Other than he's it's a it's an ego thing, right? Um, which which I think is stupid. So. No, I know, and I guess that's where I'm just I would like to know more before I judge because I'm 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 a little being a little judgy now. But I just want to know more about that perspective because exactly that, like, yeah, like the idea of like passing on property is, um, you know, or, you know, in um, like if it was a, a monarch, right, they had to have, they wanted to have more than one son because just in case something happened, like you had to protect the bloodline, but we're not talking about that here. And so right. that's why I was, I'm just curious, like, is there some sort of evolutionary you know, thing in our brains that like drive us to, you know, or I guess specifically men. I, like I said, not being a man, I don't, I don't understand the, the need to procreate. I understand like from a female perspective, from my female experience, that, that, that instinct to like nurture and like take care of something. Mm-hmm. But I don't understand it from the male 
I, I just don't understand. I guess the thing. I'm just. I just don't understand this. this I, push. You know. I. I guess I don't understand. Yeah. It. I, I. I. really, really yeah. don't. I yeah. mean, because. I, I. I guess I don't understand the male perspective on that. I. I think, the evolutionary. Male perspective is that you spread your seed, mm-hmm. but at the same time, doesn't it seem evolutionarily wise to spread your seed but not have any responsibility no, totally mean, and conserve like, resources right. yes um so d- to me to to me the evolutionary thing for men would be to have lots of sex and have no kids right right um, because right then you're spreading your seed but not having any of the responsibilities of right it. but right um uh you know i i think I, I mean, I think Dewey is obviously providing, I, I mean, he probably is very successful and is providing for those kids and wouldn't have anything to worry about, you know, whether he had, right. I, I mean, he would be able to provide for four, six, ten, I'm sure he would be able to provide for them. Um, why three is not enough? I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, and maybe that's part of Jenny's concern actually is the sex thing is like, wait, is this about sex or is it about the kids? I don't think that's really what's going on. But if I were in her position, I I would be partly wondering about that um, because you already have three great kids. And so, I don't know. Um, It's definitely upsetting to her, obviously. And anyway. Right. Right. And, and I I mean, it doesn't sound like they have any, I, I mean, does he want to have another does he want to have an affair? I don't know. Is that his excuse? I don't yeah. know. But, um, uh, yeah, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. No, I didn't, anyway, I hadn't either. So, anyway. So, just something I just... And also, I think, then then I think, then the kid thing aside, like, from a partner perspective, you know, just making a, a, a demand really is how I take it, like, of your partner. It's not even, like, a request at this point. Right. Um, to make that kind of demand of a partner is just when you can see they're upset and then maybe that begs the question, like, is this all for the cameras? So. Right. Right. Oh, which keeps bugging me. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Cause it just seems so extreme. It uh, does. Yeah. It does seem really extreme. So, right, right. but you know, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, and then also a more, imp- most importantly from that conversation, what was your most judgmental thought about them going out to the Margaret street oyster bar and ordering? <laughs> I know where you're going with that. Well, because we both are. <laughs> right. The dirty martini. Extra dirty. Extra dirty. He ordered well, the extra dirty I, I martini. Mean, dirty martini is... Um, I know, already an offense. Is is, uh, is an offense. An <laughs> extra dirty martini. Extra dirty martini. <laughs> what does I, that even look well, like? Well, I, I mean, exactly. I, I mean, a dirty martini, maybe I can uh, maybe I can talk to you and convert you. An extra dirty martini, I mean, I just condemn you to hell I mean, <laughs> you have, um you're you're redeemable that, that, I mean, <laughs> that's a different that's alcohol abuse <laughs> yes 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 it's it's hurt my soul i mean i know i i felt like i got punched in the gut of my soul <laughs> when i heard that i know so. no i know <laughs> um i did enjoy that they had blue cheese stuffed olives um, although there were three of them in the glass, but I do like a blue cheese stuffed olive. So I look forward to trying their yeah. martini with their blue cheese stuffed olive when we go there. Yeah, that would be good as long as you don't have half a jar of <laughs> olive, olive juice, juice in there. 
a couple, like two drops of vodka and a half a jar of <laughs> olive juice. <laughs> uh, uh, and then other, actually, also then other couples, date nights and uh, uh, excursions. Uh, Meredith and Seth went out to eat. That restaurant looked really good. Antica, I think it was Antica. Yeah. Cecilia. Yeah, I'd never heard of it. I it hadn't either. There were small, three. Yeah. There were three locations. Oh. Anyway, it looked. I liked the ambiance of it, and yeah. it looked good. And I, I would guess it's Italian food. I meant to look it up, and I think I did for a minute, but then didn't get much further than that. Are you basing that on the name? What? That it's Italian food. I may have seen something on the website. Now I can't okay. remember. But also Cecilia, <laughs> Sicily. I don't know. <laughs> That's his grandmother's name. <laughs> Cecilia. <laughs> I'm probably saying it wrong. I'm not Italian. Also, if it in Italian, is it Cucina or Cucina? No, because Cucina, no. I think it's Cucina. It would be, wouldn't it? Because like Monticello, not Monticello. See? Yeah, yeah, yeah. si? No, no, I don't know. So it would be Cucina, yeah. And then Spanish is Cucina. Oh, yeah. I don't know. That's interesting. No, I just thought it, because there was a different Italian restaurant they went to before in Toscana. Anyway, Francesca. Anyway, there was another one of those. And, I, and I'm like, yeah. oh, I don't know how to speak Italian. Yeah, that's interesting. <clears throat> Sorry. I think, I think you're right. I'm saying that now. I didn't say it like that earlier. <laughs> anyway. Um, also, how much fun we had <laughs> when Lisa picks up her son and they go out to eat. And we're like, where did they go? Because he... Because <laughs> they go get fast food. And um, did he say Wendy's? Yeah, he said Wendy's. He said Wendy's and he wanted a dessert from Bahama something, Bucks or something. We yeah. I had never heard of it. It was a snow cone place. And so then we rewound that a little bit more than probably should have, trying to figure out where they went. Because we noticed how we can see the drive through at Wendy's. Mm -hmm. We didn't see the logo. We saw it on their bags. Yeah. And then they stopped for something else that was like his treat that to me looked like Starbucks. It did. Um, and then they got those cake pops so that he, maybe he didn't go to Bahama Bucks, but I wouldn't know. Yeah, I wouldn't know. Or maybe they did and it wasn't on camera. I don't yeah, know. No, yeah, no, that's true too. They made three stops. <laughs> Maybe, maybe. I love that. Actually, we there's already there's another scene too where they make they make that's their thing is they make more than one stop mm -hmm. when they go out for stuff because I remember something from last season where they went to Sonic for something and then Taco Bell for something else and, <laughs> and that was the whole family at that point. So mm -hmm. anyway, yeah. Um, let's see, and then um, then we had uh the event at Heather's medical spa so beauty lab mm -hmm. where she had that thing for the babies yes the, and they're like was it their one year birthday yes i think so yeah um for her employees and i forgot about that shower she had for them last year yeah um and maybe they anyway maybe they were two i don't anyway one there were they one i don't remember yeah there were one okay one year. um so anyway but then she has some of the women over to like talk so she has angie i think jen and whitney so they can talk about lisa Okay. Anyway, that's all. Yeah. So I just, I'm, st I mean, maybe I'll change my mind, but right now, like, still, like, super judgy of Angie, like, trying to, and I mean, they're obviously participating in this, but her, like, clearly trying out to be a housewife <laughs> um, and show up. And anyway, and then she couldn't handle her alcohol. Yeah. Because then um, uh, Whitney's fluffing her aura. <laughs> Right. Um, and Angie falls down. Yeah, she stumbles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which to me was indicative of a very Utah trope of uh, amateur night. <laughs> when, when you've got someone... Who, well, yeah. Well, I heard that from Raider from Hell. Yeah. And so, like, right, when you've got someone who isn't Mormon anymore or they're, like, 
kind of dabbling. And so they go out drinking and they have no idea how to drink. Mm-hmm. And so they just do it wrong. Yeah. So she, what do you think? She drank too much too fast? She had, um, and she had no, I, I heard, I think they took a fireball shot at some point. She might have, I should go back and look. Mm-hmm. I think she's also drinking like some sort of, I don't know. Yeah, I just didn't know how to how to handle her alcohol. Yeah. Because then she had a hangover the next day too. Yes. When they went on their activity. Right. So, right. anyway. Right. So what were they saying about Lisa? I... Um, just about, I mean, because, oh, because Whitney had had that thing where she went, they went to the Nino Viejo. Yeah. And she felt like she was set up. So she was, Whitney was telling them about that. Uh, and okay. I think ultimately it was so that, you know, they can set it up so that Angie can try and clear the air with her, but. Oh, clear the air with Lisa. Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it definitely was like taking that apart and like how Lisa does things. And anyway. <laughs> but yeah, just like how to. It was, I think it was mostly Whitney like updating them on um, on uh, what happened at Nino Viejo and that she felt like it was set up. Okay. And so I think them like trying to decide if that's something Lisa would do. Yeah. And I think they do think that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, was there anything else little? No, because then the big event, there might have been something else little for the episode, but then the big event was um, uh, going tubing. Yes. Um, and so, and Mary was crazy because mm. Mary said that thing about, well, they were drinking champagne or Prosecco. Mm-hmm. And then Mary said she didn't want any because the carbonation, she said, hardens your ovaries, which I forgot she had said that before. Yes. And then Lisa says, makes a joke about like, oh, I'm going to Google that, Mary. And Mary like lost her shit. Like she got in Lisa's face over that. Yeah. Um, so that was crazy. Yes. Because, and, and, and the issue was that Mary says, you would on, you're only Googling that because I'm black and you think I'm... Black people are dumb or uh, something like that. Which I'm like, how did we up. go there? Right. So weird. I couldn't decide if Mary's like true personality was coming out because there's so much we don't see of her mm-hmm. because she doesn't interact with the other women. And I just thought, I, I, I mean, I guess she's brought up the race thing before, but not in that way. She's never brought it up as a way that she felt like she was being attacked. Right. Felt like she's brought it up. When did she bring it up? Oh, well, like the whole 7-Eleven thing. Yeah. Last season. Right. Um, anyway, I just thought, yeah, that I'm like, we went right to race. Anyway, right. right. It was just, it was a very crazy <laughs> response. What? No, I, I it, it, to me, it's a woman thing. If a woman says something like that, I'm going to Google it. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Women don't know. Science. Oh no. <laughs> You're like, I will tell you about your ovaries. Right. You do not know about your ovaries. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I don't have ovaries. Um, <laughs> does does it harden them? And does Mary is she worried about something with her ovaries? <laughs> also, what know. happens when your ovaries are hardened? Is, right. What is the consequence of that? Right. So weird. Right. No, you're funny. They shrivel up and die. <laughs> the ovaries yeah. too? I don't know. Ovaries. I guess an ovary could die. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, that's that, and that's a good point. Like. What does a hardened ovary do? I don't know. I don't know. Um, anyway, yeah, and then she loses it on Jenny, tells Jenny to, like, stop swearing, and then Jenny also loses it. I, I didn't like any of this. It really felt performative to me mm-hmm. um, because Mary's not usually out on these events, and maybe there's a reason for that. Maybe she doesn't play well with others. But Jenny, and I know Jenny was on edge because of the baby thing, though, too, but to have, like, two of the women who, the housewives who... 
I wouldn't say aren't like key players and everything to like have this blowout. I, it just was boring to me. Yeah. I just because then after they're done tubing, um, they have their sit down and now we're supposed to squash this beef. It was very weird to me. I don't know. It felt very forced. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I, I agree. And I mean, Mary Mary hasn't been in a lot of the season, so maybe this was trying to do something to yeah. put herself on the show. But yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah. Hmm. So maybe she's coming in hot. Yeah. I didn't, it was weird. It yeah. was really weird. Oh, and she, she paid for that. Like, cause they were going to take it. Cause I guess it's a two hour drive to soldier hollow from wherever. I think that's what it was called where they went tubing. Mm-hmm. And so she, um, so she rented that, uh, what was supposed to be just a party bus, but it was the Hummer looking, like that thing was huge. Yeah, the douche mobile. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then she sits in the back, or actually, she sits in the very back, like the queen, like receiving everybody. Anyway, so weird, very strange. Anyway, but yeah, no. Um. So anyway, so yeah, I did that whole thing, and also too, like one of it's just, and I get it because like this is one of the tropes is like a woman organizes, one of the housewives organizes an activity, but. It's just when it's too forced and I'm just like, and it just wasn't planned out. Oh, because then like Lisa and Angie think they're, because then of course Angie's there. Ugh. And then Lisa and Angie decided to like go put costumes on and oh, they're going right. to scare people. And I can't remember who they, Heather, I think they walk up to. And she's like, you didn't really think that was going to work. And Whitney's like, oh, you didn't, you weren't scared. I'm like, we can see you. Like how far was that walk to like the shed where they had to go to? Anyway, <laughs> ugh, the whole thing was just so just... And that the whole show, I know, is just very structured and things have to happen so that other things can happen. But none of that was working. None yeah. of this was working for me. Didn't love the activity. Then these conflicts arose. I was like, yawn. And then, I don't know. Right, right. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't know if the conflicts had anything to do with uh, what's going on later or yeah you know, yeah we'll uh, see yeah. the thing that, that that didn't make me smile and, I were, and we laughed at was that when they because they had to ride that uh the um, what is it like a conveyor belt yeah. up to the top and on their way up like jenny or jen shaw and heather were doing something funny because then they were like stretching or mm-hmm. getting ready i don't yeah. anyway i thought that was funny yeah what was the incline on that conveyor belt Did i didn't look- walk up that <laughs> I mean, it looked, like no. a, it looked like the moving sidewalk at the airport. I know. It didn't look like much of an incline. No, but... and it looked like when you finally did get to a certain point, you still had to walk a significant distance to actually get to the right. point where you would ride the tube down. Right. No, I know. I know. And that's the whole thing with sledding anyway, right? Is like you do have to hike up like wherever you're going to go. Right. And then you go back down, so. Right. And and it didn't even look like that much. It did not it look didn't. like a very steep hill. No. Steep hill. No. Um, and that conveyor belt. I, I didn't see the need for the conveyor belt. No, no. No, it was very weird. Yeah. Anyway, I want to go check it out. We'll see what it's really like. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just... I mean, you had to go up the hill a little bit. I yeah. did not see a need for a conveyor belt no. to get you up that hill. No, no. I'm look, But I'm anyway, yeah. We'll have to go. I want to see what it's like. Because then we'll see. Maybe there really is a need. Yes. And they're like, we can only film so much of this because it is a long walk and it's really boring otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they only have like one camera set up. Um, I cannot remember now what they teased for next week because I feel like there was something interesting. Oh, we're going to get, because um, it looks like Meredith is throwing an event. 
Okay. And then somebody from Mary's church is there. And so it looks like this is where we're going to start getting maybe the rumblings of her being in charge of a, or her running a cult. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm a little excited about that because he just, he didn't say much, but then we just see this guy talking to Mary or talking to Meredith and he's talking about how she, yeah, so she's doing some stuff. Okay. Anyway. And, and what's the difference between a cult and a church? I, <laughs> well, counselor. No, I'm serious. Like, she's running a cult. Versus she's running a church, okay. I don't know. I would like to define the difference let's, here. <laughs> let's explore that more. Okay. That answer a great question. I guess I don't know. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> um, the other thing I wanted to mention was we were always behind on Watch What Happens Live. And so we just watched the episode where Meredith was on with Brooks. Um, and I mentioned how much I really enjoyed her. I thought she was very funny and charming mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I, she just seemed very different on there than she is on the show. And mm-hmm. she just seems very stiff now. I, and I've always thought that like, she's very stiff and just, I don't know, but there's yeah. something about her on the show that I found when she was talking to Andy, like very charming and entertaining. Mm-hmm. Did you see the, did you see the same Meredith no matter what? I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. Oh, I know. I, I think you just you just feel like the interactions with Seth are awkward. Maybe. Oh, may. Oh, interesting. Oh, I have to pay attention to that. Maybe every, that's what it is. Every time you've complained about her, it's something to do with Seth. So. He's weird and not charming. <laughs> and actually, we didn't talk about that. Which I mean, whatever. But their weird dinner and his weird, gross sense of humor, <laughs> and and she's entirely charmed by him. Right. <laughs> Why is that funny to you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't like it. But they're in like, love. Like you said, she seems charmed by it. Um, I have a friend, um, my friend Sarah, who I used to talk to about the show. I just haven't talked to her in a minute. But um, when she talked about them, like she, her theory about them was that they were the cool kids. And now you're just seeing what the cool kids are like when they get older. And they're still trying to be the cool kids. And I, I, I thought that was an interesting take. I never thought that about them. Also, I don't really think about cool factor yeah, stuff yeah. but but she that was a vibe she picked up on is that they're very much stuck in this world of like maybe in high school they were the cool kids and they're just very much about being cool all the time so i don't know yeah i i guess i disagree with that i mean i, I almost see the reverse like they were the nerds and this is what the nerds oh. are like when they're older <laughs> i don't know we're nerds we're not like that Aren't we no, nerds? I, I, I don't know. I mean, Seth... We weren't the cool kids. Uh, no, definitely not. I, I mean, I, I don't know that Seth would have been a cool kid. I mean, he's too awkward, you know? Yeah. I don't... Yeah. I, I mean, even... even um, He's just too awkward, I think. Yeah. To be a cool, to be a cool kid. Um, yeah, that's interesting. And uh, I, I mean, those... The, the sex jokes and, and things like that, those just aren't smooth talking cool no kid but it also jokes. feels like a jock thing to do in high school we're like we're gonna make jokes about sex and like he yeah. never grew out of that no i, I disagree with that right. because i mean i get i get it that that um that it looks that way but to me it's just more like a nerdy kid mm. who is socially awkward that's the vibe I get. But again, we can be socially awkward and we don't make weird sex jokes. Or but, maybe I do. But some, <laughs> uh, some really, uh, we are social. we're not that socially awkward <laughs> though. I, I, you know, I can yeah. think of, I, I can think of some strange people 
that yeah. I could see doing stuff like that. Yeah. You know? No, that's true. No, it's true. I agree. You're right. You're right. They just get in a situation. They just think this is how, this is yeah. what's considered charming. Right. And, and, and maybe it's, it's, it's the pattern that they're in. I yeah. mean, he sees that Meredith finds it charming. And so that's what he goes to. Yeah. So, and, no, that's yeah. true. She definitely is. She loves him. Mm-hmm. The way she laughs at his, I mean, she is sincerely laughing at his jokes. Yes. <laughs> giggling. I don't yeah, know. giggling. No, she's giggling. She's entirely charmed by him. I don't get it. You're not? No. No. All right, I completely forgot, and you didn't remind me, which is not that I guess it's your job. We skipped our few good men quote at the beginning. Oh, we do that yeah. at the beginning? Yeah, we do. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, yeah we do that at the beginning, Rose and Thorn at the end. Anyway, so yeah. let's do that, and then we'll take a quick break, and then we'll come back and talk about uh, impeachment and... Uh, Succession. Um, so mine this week is um, you've got to ask me nicely. <laughs> <laughs> Been running through my head all week, and I'm on both sides of this again. Like I experienced this on both sides. So Daniel Caffey like wants the transfer order, and he wants to. We find out later, which we kind of knew. He was just a strategy to see what the colonel, what Colonel Jessup's going to say when he asks for the transfer order. Mm-hmm. They're getting up. They're in, they're in Cuba. They've gone to Cuba. They're getting up to leave from the table. Like, it seems like everything's done. And it clearly is a way to catch him off guard and just to see what he's going to say. And so, um, and so he asked for the transfer order. And, uh, and Colonel Joseph says, you've got to ask me nicely. <laughs> and he goes yeah. this whole thing, right, about the respect that he that – he, anyway. Yeah. Um, so I was thinking about, first of all, how I do that <laughs> okay. when I'm, like, want to poke the bear. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, what are they going to do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's, I'm like, ooh, do I get that response? And sometimes I do. And then um, I'm like, I want to embody that more when somebody asks me for something. <laughs> and like lean into that more and be the one that says, like see what's happening and then be the one that says something like that to like put them in their place. Yeah. Until they have to ask me nicely. Because these games get very frustrating yes. about the games that people are playing and I don't like it. And so... Sometimes I wonder if, like, that's what I should say, something like that. Yeah. So that's all. That was running through my head all week. What's yeah. yours? No, that's a good one. Is it? Uh, yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah. I mean, I think that's been, um, that's, that, that could cover a couple of weeks for me mm-hmm. because, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Which side <laughs> being, are you on? Being put in my place. <laughs> you have to, oh, no. You're going to have to ask. <laughs> um, yeah, because, I mean, that's the whole thing is... Um, Tom Cruise is, um, you know, well, Jack, Jack Nicholson says that Santiago was supposed to be transferred off the base, um, when clearly Santiago was not scheduled to be transferred off the base. Tom Cruise sees his, um, uh, his clothes are not packed and his room is not packed. And so they're getting up to leave and Tom Cruise says, oh, I just want to see a copy of that transfer order, you know, for the file. He's like, and Jack Nicholson, you know, um, uh, doesn't have a lot of respect for this smart ass Harvard guy um, trying to, you know, catch him in something. And so he says, you know, you're going to have to, you know, after dressing him down a little bit, says you're going to have to ask me nicely. And I'm like, yeah, it's happened to me. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, for sure. No, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to, I would, I would. 
I guess I aspire to be the person who can who does to- that. Totally. So. No, totally. No, I had and you and I you know, I had an interaction at work this week where I was like, I think I was put on that. Mm-hmm. Like I, I didn't realize I was being played, mm-hmm. right? Because he's trying to play him. Right. And then he's like, oh, no. Then you realize you're being played and you're like, oh, no, I'm the one in charge here. Like, this is what this is what's happening. Right. That's right. also how I was thinking about it. And so now I, I just wish I had said something like that. You know, it's the thing later where, you know, it's the, yes. <laughs> what's the thing from Seinfeld? <laughs> the, what, the street store the, called the, and they're all out of you? Yes. <laughs> or whatever, right? Anyway, so no, I just, and so now I'm like, I was thinking about it. Like, I just wish I, anyway. Yes. So aspirations. So you want to use that one too for the week? Yeah, I'll use that one. No. And then, and I'm still like enjoying yours for a a week or two ago with the, um, I run my unit, how I run my unit. (laughs) Um, I'm also trying to aspire to that. (laughs) Yeah. Good luck with, uh, I think you have a better chance of that than I do. Why do you think that? (laughs) Just because I have a smaller unit. (laughs) Exactly. By practical purposes, I have fewer people I have to influence. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll come back and we'll talk about uh, succession and uh, impeachment. Okay, we're back. Um, okay, do you want to do impeachment first or succession? I guess we can do impeachment. Okay, uh, this was an amazing episode. I yes. loved this episode. It had everything. And I'll have to go back and think... Um, there might've been another one where I just thought was, I, I guess I, I, anyway, I just enjoyed this episode. So it had everything. It had like all like legal procedural stuff, which mm-hmm. they handled that really well. So that was super interesting, but then it also had the drama. Um, and I, I loved it. I kind of want to go back and watch it again. Cause it just seemed like so perfect, like the perfect amount of like legal procedural stuff and then politics stuff and then the drama. Yeah. So uh, Refresh my memory. So the legal procedural stuff, I think, um, I know they were doing Clinton's deposition mm-hmm. um, yeah. for the um, for the grand jury when he, I guess, was being accused of perjury. Yeah. Um, yeah. I saw that was done really well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, that's what I was thinking too about when we were talking about this. I'm like, I've never been in a deposition, yeah. but I, <laughs> but um, I have, um, I remember learning about it in law school and, you know, it's fun when we're watching some of this legal stuff and we get to say, like, that's not how they would do that. You know, one of the, one of like, the, the number one, like, things that people do wrong um, or handle wrong when it comes to writing is uh, cross-examination and direct examination. There are yeah. a lot of rules right. about that. And so, but for dramatic purposes, that doesn't always come across in TV shows. So I always appreciate, or movies, and so I appreciate when they handle that well. But anyway, so depositions are relatively, like, um, straightforward, um, but still, like, there's just little, I thought the way they set it up and the way they prepared for it and then, like, him, and I'm sure, like, that all came from, like, the actual, mm-hmm. his actual statements. Right, right, And I guess that's why I enjoyed it, too, because I could tell, and I um, am not very good about reading the news and paying attention. I don't remember things. And so, when this was all going down, I didn't read, I wasn't paying attention. Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew it was going on, but I wasn't, like, reading all the details of it, so... In a lot of ways, I get to experience this not for the like for the first time as far as like the detail of it. So I just mm. appreciated like the delivery of what he of, like how he was preparing right and how he answered the question because I know the joke about what the definite definition of is is, but I never actually seen like the whole thing, mm-hmm. and so I was like, oh, that's brilliant, right? <laughs> the way you're navigating like the words and stuff and the way that he wants to play with the definition, like he he knows what he's doing, and so watching that strategy play out was really interesting. But anyway, then watching the grand 
jury thing, which also I've never been a part of, um, mm-hmm. uh, is that grand jury process I think is very interesting and, um, and what that requires. And I didn't realize too, that he wasn't in there, which makes sense. Like it was just being broadcast. And so anyway, right. but procedurally I thought like how they were trying to navigate that, how to prepare for it and then how they actually handled it. Um, right. And then when they're looking at each other as they're trying to strategize too, like, what they're going to ask and how they're going to ask it. I just, I thought that was all handled in a way, in a way that seemed realistic to me, but it was also, um, entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. It was entertaining. And, um, no, he, he definitely, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I guess, I mean, he, he parsed the language yeah. um, of the questions and the definitions to set up a defense a, a very technical defense, right? Um, um, to the uh, to the charges. So I guess the defense was the activity with Monica Lewinsky did not meet the definition of sexual relations as defined by Paula um, Jones. Paula Jones's lawyers, mm-hmm. um, uh, which is. Interesting. I mean, he he just really parsed it. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um. And 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 I think that's exactly what they did. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think that's very accurate. And there and there's a lot of documentation of what he right. testified to. Right. I mean, it was on video. Right. Um. And there was the Star Report, which I'm sure had all of that in there too. Right. And and the Star Report tried to, um, say that he did lie, um, and put all the all the if. To me, that's the Star Report was just a trash piece. I mean, right. it was just like, right. how much detail can we put in there to yeah. embarrass somebody? Yeah, that's what <laughs> I remember people saying about. Yeah, it. Mm-hmm. so um, which which they tried to do, and and I I think that's absolutely what they were trying to do. Um, I don't I don't know that they were necessarily concerned with about they they were concerned with to me, embarrassing for sure uh, for someone sure. whose politics they disagreed with. For sure. And so they wanted to have all these detailed questions about what actually happened. Yeah. And he, uh, and, and, um, to, to embarrass him. Yeah. You know, that, that was their goal to embarrass him, not necessarily, um, make a case, but just to embarrass him. Yeah. Um, and so he, uh, uh, I guess, in the at least in that deposition, he he tried to run out the clock and parse the questions, so that they never got to that. Right. Because and that's interesting too. They only got four hours. Right. For the deposition, and that makes sense. You know, you're not going to have the president go no. down to the grand jury. You know, okay. So what if we're under a nuclear attack? Right. And okay, the Secret Service is going to come barging into the grand jury and say, ah. Right. So of course it has to be videotaped at the White House. And a limited time, oh, right. so he was able to run out the clock right. on a lot of things. Right. So yeah. no, no, those things allowed him to actually still be in control of the situation. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. Um, no. And no. And, and the point of like embarrassing, which you see them too, as they're trying to strategize, like how to yeah. ask the questions and stuff. And right. yeah, interesting. And also, like historically, I assume this is what they were getting at. But that was Brett Kavanaugh, right? Yes. Like okay. Yes. Yeah, he was um, on Ken Starr's team. Yes. Okay, and I fa- anyway, yeah, like I said, I'm bad at like remembering that stuff and paying attention so yes the um, brett kevin the right. brett kevin <laughs> um yeah so no and like and the whole thing too and and they talk i like i need to go back and rewatch this one it's 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 really well done i think it's just as good as the oj one so far um as far as like putting this all together but um they talk about this idea of independent counsel um i think at the beginning of the mm-hmm. season and so it's just such a joke um 
like what they're supposed to be doing and you know the kind of person that they appoint to this and what he ended up doing with that power it's just disgusting yeah and it's that's really interesting because it's um the the idea of an independent council originated from the richard nixon uh, mm. watergate scandal mm. where the, I, I mean because in 1973 1972 73 74 uh, there was no such thing mm. so how I mean, the president is in charge of the Justice Department, so how do you investigate the person in charge totally. of the Justice Department totally. for a crime? Totally. And, and, and you know, so Richard Nixon, um, it, would, it would have been the FBI and the Department of Justice that would have been in charge right. of investigating Richard Nixon, and, but Richard Nixon is in charge of them. Yeah. So he tries to fire the, you know, the Attorney General and, right. and the, attorney, in, in, in the Attorney General, you know, um, you know, resigns instead and the deputy resigns instead. And so you, you end up just finding somebody right. who will do what the president says. And so that was one of the reforms that came out of like, totally. okay, so we need somebody independent who can investigate um, the the president when the president is accused of wrongdoing. But then, you know, it, it just got out of control well, and, and you end up having a situation where both parties well, right. end up hating the idea of an independent council well, well, and you don't have that anymore. Because the idea of independence does not exist because it ends up being partisan. That's what right. pisses me off about. That's the facade of it is it's not really independent because the Republicans then put somebody in, right? Or the, the opposite party, I guess, how does it get appointed? It, I, because I, they all have to agree on I remember to... it being appointed. I can't remember if it's the attorney general or the, court like the district oh. court would appoint the independent counsel yeah but but no but that, that's exactly the thing is it, it's based on a model um of a less partisan world right where but it's bullshit but, right but it's also an unfortunate statement of the world that we live in yeah. where everything is partisan no exactly um, and that's what pisses me off right exactly that's what so pisses me off. so it, I, I mean in theory it's it it works yeah if you have um, you know, people willing to do their job, right? Um, and find facts in a nonpartisan manner, but that's not the world we live in. No, no. Um, right now, it's it, that's not the world that no, we're in. No, and clearly, and I think this is a great example too. Like, it's been a long time since we've had that world—a really long time. So, where where it, it wasn't partisan. if ever, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I, no, yeah totally. right. Right. So anyway, um, super interesting. Oh my gosh. Was, I actually, as we're talking, I'm like, I need to go back and rewatch it. Um, the drama was amazing. This was Hillary's episode. And so yes. getting to see like um, her reaction. And I remember the dramatization of those scenes because we've heard about it before with Clinton, like the morning where he sits and he tells her, oh no, everything's fine. And then the other morning where he has to like sit at the end of the bed and like, oh no, everything's gone to shit. I'm <laughs> um, just kidding. Right. And so I really like the way they've handled it here because the movie, the other movie we saw where they, the special relationship movie, do you remember that with, um, uh, oh no, I can't remember who was yeah, in it. Anyways, were... HBO movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, and, Anyway, I, this was just, I just like the way they handled it. And it was just, it was really good. The performances are amazing. Right. Um, and, um, and my only criticism is like the very um, on, on the nose uh, Tammy Wynette song at the end, yeah. <laughs> which she was mentioning anyway, right? They mentioned it in the episode. Yeah, but... she didn't mention, I, th I think she did mention that in that interview in 1992. Right. Um, so then I guess it's, it makes sense. It makes sense. But yeah, like seeing them like redo the interviews and everything and, um, and seeing that play out and then what's happening is just, it's, anyway, like I said, equal parts, like, 
historical dramatization and the legal procedure and the drama was just, oh, such a good episode. Yes, it is. And so um, seeing all this, um, a lot of people uh, at the time, I don't know how people think about this now, a lot of people at the time made Hillary out to be a villain. I know, this, I know. And your thoughts on that? They still do. I, 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 yeah, still? Oh, yeah, I think so. Actually, well, I don't know. Yeah, they, I, I mean, I don't know. I guess maybe. Yeah. No, I never thought she was a villain. You know, I remember going when this was all going on, um, and my opinions of it were that I remember thinking, because I, we, we, I would have been a teenager. We were teenagers. And I remember thinking, number one, this is dumb. Because he did something stupid, but to me, that had nothing to do with him doing his job. Mm -hmm. And then villainizing her was also stupid. I'm like, okay. Because so, I remember thinking that. I'm like, it's lose-lose for her. Right. Like, exactly what she says. She says that in the and, show. And, 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 I, and after that, like, I became, like, a huge fan. Obviously, honestly, of both of them. Mm -hmm. Because I, I get it. Like, it, I mean, they say it's an arrangement in the show. But it is... It's somewhat an arrangement, but they do still have an affection. They have a partnership. And so I do think it actually is more than that um, from an outside perspective. But um, no, the way that she has been treated in all of this is such bullshit. And actually so, so indicative of our patriarchal society mm -hmm. that the woman who who's married to the man who does some stupid sex shit and cheats on her, it's her fault? Like, how does this have anything to do with her? That it's so it's just it's so infuriating to me. Mm -hmm. And so no, and and I am related to people. I don't know what they think now, but at the time they thought, how could she stay with him? And it was absolutely villainizing her mm -hmm. and making it a moral judgment of her for staying with him. I just the whole thing pissed you can see how I'm so heated now. What do you think? <laughs> what are your thoughts now? Oh, I'm so I get so angry yeah, about I, it. I guess I never understood why she got to she was made out to be the, not the, but a bad mm -hmm. guy in this. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think you're right that it was, and, and they say this in the show, it was, it was a lose-lose <sighs> because, I, I mean, at least according to the, um, to the show and, and to the, I think the stuff that's been written, she was lied to as well. Absolutely! And so she, I, I mean, she went out there Defending him because he had lied to her yep. um, about what had happened. And she believed him. I'm, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, but, 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 but he, had, he had lied to her and she went out and defended him yep. based on that lie. And then, and then, you know, it turned out to be um, true and uh, she stuck with him. But I, I think that's what they meant in the in the show when they said it was a lose lose. She stays with him, and she's the um, calculating wife who's just staying with him for political right for political ambition. Or if she leaves him, then she's a divorced woman who <laughs> right. couldn't make the marriage work. You know, right. so again, right, right, and that's patriarchal. Like, why is right. that her fault that she right. can't make the marriage work? Right, right. He can't keep it in his pants, literally. Right. So right. And 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 one of the interesting things to me is that there were a lot of accusations surrounding Bill Clinton. Is just is this just the one where he got caught? I know. Um, I know. Or 
is or were these other ones true? I because know. this seemed to be the one that was most upsetting. Like I know. at least from what you see in the in Hillary Clinton's biography and the show and in and, and the accounts of this period of their lives is that Hillary was really upset yeah. by this. What was she? What was she That's upset a great about? Point. Was she That's upset that that she put herself out there as defending him when it wasn't true? Yeah, I I mean that that could be a reason. Like she had eyes for her future. Yeah, and she got her credibility ruined by defending this lie. Yeah, um, was she upset that this like? Like, she knows all these other things didn't happen, yeah. but this one did. Yeah. And so that's why it's so upsetting. Yeah. Or is she upset that maybe these other things maybe did happen and this time he got caught? So well, so, I don't know. No, and actually, let me add a layer to that, too. It's possible, too. And we, the thing is, that's a question, too, I have for, like, all these other things. Because at least the way it's depicted in the show... I'm still not convinced by Paula Jones. I'm like, uh, I'm like, maybe yeah. it, there's something about her story that's a little bit off. Okay. I don't know what. Anyway, that's not. Anyway, but here's another layer to that that's possible is that this was actually something more and she knows it because, oh. because that's, and they kind of hinted at that too because of the length of time. That was one of the things that Linda Tripp picked up on right away was because um, Monica, this had been, go- this wasn't just a one-off, so to speak. Like it, so that's also what I wonder too is, is a question if this was something more and I don't know if he bought as many gifts for everybody and, um, and paid as much attention to Monica as he did with everybody else. Cause you're right. I think that's a great question with the getting caught thing versus like, you know, whether this is the, whether you've actually done it. And I think that statistically, um, it, it's more likely this is just the time you got caught, Right. People, people's behavior is really, that's what it's, I think that's what it's really about. But, but anyway, go ahead. Right. But then does she know about other times? You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Well, like, I mean, she knew about the other time, the one. Right. The one, well, the, the Jennifer Flowers one. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Where this woman accuses Bill Clinton or says that she had an affair with Bill right. Clinton for a love during 12 years. Right. Um, but... Is that the thing that that this Monica Lewinsky thing seems like more of a connection, or yeah. is it that, that? So that's what we're saying. Like this Monica Lewinsky thing seemed like he actually cared about her, and this was a connection. I think it's both. I think mm-hmm. that he lied, right? The other one, who, well, yes, we don't know. But I think the lying thing, at least the way they dramatize it too, mm-hmm. which I love the way that that fight is set up because it's just very realistic and it just feels very real. Mm-hmm. But I think it could be a combination. I think it could be a combination of like it's the lying. Because it's almost like, well, that's fine, but at least let's be complicit. Let me let me be complicit at least in this. Mm-hmm. And there's something I think I think there's something about this that she knew was different mm-hmm. than the others. Interesting. Interesting. Even without having, and maybe she started thinking about all the accusations that had come out and what. I mean, yeah. At least that's that's one theory I have because to me that's where I, I guess like to me that's where I would be the most upset. Right? Is like if it was something more mm-hmm. or with you know, and I, we've seen that before, like movies and TV shows and stuff. Like, is this just sex or is it love? Right. Or is it sex and love? You know what I mean? Right. And and I don't know. I, I don't know. To me, that would be an important distinction because then if it is sex, you're like, okay, we can figure that out because there's this. But if there's if there's actually this connection here, I don't know. That's me putting a lot on there. Yeah. Because of what we've seen too from Monica's perspective, and he and the thing is him like trying to convince Hillary that she's that Monica was a stalker. <laughs> you know that I don't know. 
I don't yeah. know. I, I think that's a possibility. I know I'm reading way too much into it to get to that, but to me, that would that would explain her getting so upset. Is not yeah. only the lying, but anyway, but I don't know. Yeah. Was that your question? I can't. Yeah. Remember. No, I think you. Yeah. I think yeah. you handled it. So. So yeah. fascinating. Yeah. Oh. Oh my gosh, that where she's yelling at him, like for the like believing in them <laughs> and the thing they were working on together, and she put herself aside, also like so part of like, you know, right, right, being a woman and professionally like trying to take care of like what they're working towards. That's right. just upsetting to see. Right, right, and 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 seeing this in twenty twenty one, we know a lot of what happens mm-hmm. after nineteen ninety eight, yeah, and um, you know, does this affect you know? her you know political yeah, nature totally. you know, who knows who knows if, totally if who knows what happened I, I don't know you i know? know you don't know i know and i've always really appreciated her as a from a as a just a feminist leader and mm-hmm. for what she has to offer and anyway and so no it's disappointing mm-hmm. so that's interesting i thought about that yeah um i also really like seeing uh the way they dramatize chelsea storming off when they get to martha's vineyard because <laughs> she's pissed off at him too yes. <laughs> asshole right well, that's what they say. The dog was his only friend. Oh. Yeah, I think that was it's in either his one of the biographies. Oh, that's that funny. Is, yeah, he, it was him and the dog. Oh, that's hilarious. In the, in the literal dog house, oh. I suppose. So. Yeah, as as it is in Martha's Vineyard. Right. Right. Oh, that's funny. Interesting. Yeah, and all that moment where he's like crying by the pool, and the secret a- secret service agent shows up. I'm like, whatever. Yeah. Right. Asshole. <laughs> But like I, I like I said professionally, I thought he was like you know he's really smart, and very interesting, and mm-hmm. anyway, so um, yeah, so good, yeah, so good, and we have we think we have two episodes left, so yeah, we'll see. Be sad to see it end, mm-hmm. but it has to end. Yes, <laughs> and it did end because it, did it, end. it was a real thing. It did end. Yes. Um, okay. So cool. Um, so on succession, um, we're, we've there have been two episodes. We didn't get a chance to talk about it last week because. We were too tired and had to watch it again for mm-hmm. two whenever it was whenever it premiered, and then now there've been two episodes. Um, we've decided it's very helpful to watch it more than once. Yes, there's a lot going on. I liked what you said after the first episode. That's very Shakespearean. Do you remember saying that? Yeah, yeah. it is right. Yeah. Um, so um, let me think. Um, what's worth breaking down? I have one question. Go. Why can't these kids unite again? Yes. So what is your theory on why the four kids, Connor, um, uh, Kendall, uh, Roman. Shiv, and Roman can't unite and form an alliance to take over for their father? It's interesting the power that I think he really has over them. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the, the respect he has from, so I had not thought about this, but here's my, we'll see if I change my answer later. My thought right now is they all used to have this, like, we want to please dad. We want, you know, um, they respect him, blah, blah, blah. Um, Cal Kendall has been the one that's been officially burned by him. So even up until the end, right last season, like he was like, I will do whatever I can for dad and blah, blah, blah. And dad's just telling him like, you're never going to be enough. Like you're never going to be able to do it. And so, and then he's willing to like send Kendall to prison to take the fall for Logan. Right. And so to me, 
Kendall has really seen the light on this, right? And it takes a lot, right? It takes a lot to disconnect yourself from your parent and be completely independent. And then even in this world, it's even more difficult, mm -hmm. um, I would say. And so he has seen the light and he's been burned in a way that is unforgivable, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever's happened with the other kids, they haven't been in that situation and they really do fear the dad. Like to me, that was my takeaway too, right? Is... They're, they, that question they kept asking, like, well, what happens to him? What happens to him if we do this? What happens? Mm -hmm. And they were like, he doesn't make it. And they, they seem genuinely concerned about that, whether that's for their own um, self-interest or really was they're worried about dad. Like, there does seem to be a concern and respect for him because he, he'll treat them like crap, but they still keep coming back. And so for, for Kendall now, he's at the point of no return because dad really was like, oh, no. I'm done with you. And mm -hmm. so he's like, we can stand up to him. And so I think that's it. It's really hard to stand up to your parent anyway and disconnect right. yourself and become independent. So I don't know. That's one thought I have. Right, right. What no, and I, and I think that's a good, that's an interesting theory that the, the parent-child relationship is complicated in yeah. that. And, 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 they, and, and I think there are Shakespearean elements in that Absolutely. where um, the parent-child relationship and the probably even beyond, I mean, just from the beginning of time, yeah. <laughs> literature of the um, parent-child relationship and, the and uh, y you know, seeking the parents' approval, but then having to take over for them, you know. Um, I, but I, I, th I think it's interesting that when, when they're saying what happens to dad, I think they're, and, and dad doesn't make it, I think they're meaning that dad is no longer with the company. Yes. And, and so they're, they're, yes. so they're like, okay, we, they, to, to me, that's them trying to say, okay, if we do this, is dad really out of the company? Right. And, and I, and I think them saying like, yeah, he's out. I don't know if that gives them comfort or, no, or not. No, and that's what I mean about, about them, their own self-interest. Because if he's out, then what happens to them? Right. Anyways, but, but, yeah. but that's the, and, and that's where I'm getting at is that, to me, the thing that's blocking this alliance from happening is they all have to be number one. Oh, that's is that interesting. They, they were raised mm. by this guy who says, if you're not mm. the top dog, you're a loser. Mm. And so they, but there's four of them. Yeah. So some, so, so not all of them can be number one, even no. if they're even if they're all equally number one, still somebody's not number one. No. Um, and, and to me, and the thing in the, in the last episode that sort of caused everything to fall apart among them was when Kendall says, I will oversee it. Yeah, yeah, that's a and great And they're point. like, wait, you'll oversee us? And yeah. they're like, fuck that. Yeah. You know, you're not going to oversee us. Yeah. You know, we should be in charge. Yeah. And so I, I, I think that's the, that's one of the things that's, preventing this from happening is that they each have this thing in them that says we have to be the top dog. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that's just can't happen. No, it's impossible. In this scenario right. where you have four of them. Right. And so, you know, and, and honestly, I think that's one of the things that Shiv, she, she honestly sees that, Oh, if I stick with dad, I'm more likely to become number one than if I go with Logan, he's going to be number one. Or if I go with Ken. Kendall, he's going to be number one and I'm going to be number two. If I stick with dad, dad will eventually be gone and he'll, I'll be his chosen number one. Yeah, but he's already, he's already burned her twice on that. 
Yeah, but I think she sees better chances with that. That I, I, I just think that's one of the things that's holding the four. Because th- that's the thing is if they, the four of them came together, they could be successful in this thing. I, I agree. Of removing agree. this toxic thing yeah. from this company and trying to change it and move forward. Yeah. Um, and be successful um, as, a, as a group of four. But that can't happen because they're they all want to be number one yeah and but they can't all be number one so well and they're never going to be to me like it's also like a lack of self-awareness to me out of all of them the person who could be number one is kendall like can he can't he it's not connor (laughs) it's not connor but but and i think that's what they're it's kendall and and shiv who are sort of the i think the two who are most capable of taking over and running this company. And I, I, I think in that, in, in the latest episode, you see them really, those two recognizing like, you know, they're the two. Mm. Um, and, and I think in a sense, Shiv has tied herself now to Logan um, because she can become the top dog that nah. way versus not being able to do it with She's Kendall. She's nothing with either, without either one of them. I think it, that's what's interesting about all of this. Like, she is nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, she, she, she was with that guy that was going to run for whatever. Like, like, she's tied herself to, like, different men, which I think is interesting. Mm-hmm. Because she doesn't have anything on her own. Right. And so she's just trying to figure out who, who should she attach herself to with, to your point, the most likely outcome. But to me, she's got nothing. And they're right. Like, she does not know anything about the company. She doesn't really know how to run stuff. Mm-hmm. And so maybe now she'll actually learn in this, like, new role that Logan's going to give her. But I think, I think she's – I think it's a – I think her – I think she – She's taking a chance either way. And mm-hmm. I think Kendall's likely to be at least more nurturing. I don't, think, I don't think Kendall would use her the way that Logan uses her. Maybe he'd use her, but not the way Logan uses her. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't think she's capable. I, I mean... I, I, I mean, I think she is. I, I'll give you that she doesn't have the experience in the company that Kendall and Roman have. But she's got the smarts and she does. The leadership she's smart, skills. For sure. To, I, because I mean to be CEO of something that large. I mean you don't. I guess it helps to know every little thing about the business. No, that's, but a, good, no, that's a good point. You just need to. I agree with that. Be, you need to have some street smarts and some leadership ability. She has some, but the thing is, Logan's fleeced her. That's how smart could she really be though? Because mm-hmm. he's fleeced her at least twice, if not more. And yeah. I think he's fleecing her again. Do you think so? There's he's got. He, Shiv is, her, Shiv is his favorite. Mm. Shiv is his favorite. Because there's even that scene where Kendall mm. says, you know, dad would burn you, you, well, maybe not you, Shiv. But he's not so, sure, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. but at least, at least there's that little bit of doubt. Like, mm. absolutely, he would, he, he would put Connor in prison, and we know he'd put Kendall in prison, and we know he'd, he'd burn Roman. Do we think he would do that to Shiv? I don't... I think he has a purpose for her, and I think she fulfills that. She's mm-hmm. someone that he can use as a pawn. She, she's a great pawn. She, he cannot control Kendall. He cannot really control Roman. He can control Shiv. I he's using so. her. I think he thinks he can control... I, I, I think he's worried he can't control Shiv. Like, uh, there, mm. I, I, I don't I, know. I think there's a connection there. I don't know. Mm. And, and, I mean, we could talk about this. Like, what... Because he, 
Logan is really upset when Shiv doesn't take his call. Yeah. Like, that really sets him off. Like, he tries to call Shiv. Yeah. And Shiv doesn't take the call. He's like, where the fuck is she? Yeah. Why isn't she taking my call? Yeah. So, there's... He... he I don't know if it's a dad-daughter thing or... Um, there's something there. Hmm. Um, I think that... Um, I don't think is there for the other kids. Hmm. Because I think he thinks... I. I, I mean, I, I think he thinks, I, I don't think he thinks Kendall can do it because I, no. think he, I think he just tries to control Kendall for his own purposes. Yeah. Um, um, because he, he says, you know, the smartest thing Kendall ever did was back him, you know? Mm. Um, I, I, he thinks Roman's a screw-up and he thinks Connor's a screw-up. So yeah. um, uh, anyway, I think there's something... And Shiv is a little ruthless like him too, you know. So, oh, that's true. Um, no, that's so I think you see. I, I that that's to me that's if if look looking at the show. If if Logan had his first choice, if he died and he said, if he if he died because he he's never going to give up control. No. Before his death. No. Like it is going to have to be pried from his cold dead fingers. <laughs> totally. Um. So he will be dead. <laughs> But if he dies and you could talk to him when he's dead and say, who do you want to run this? He would choose Shiv. Really? I think so. Hmm. I'll have to think about that. I guess I don't trust him at all. I think, yeah. I think I, that's interesting. As you're saying that, I can see a little bit of that, but I think he has said, I, I think he just, he thinks the only person that can do anything is him. Yeah, and absolutely. So, absolutely. And everybody else are just his pawns. Right. So and so because of that, he can't really picture passing this on to anybody. Yeah, and so, I agree. Yeah, yeah, so that's interesting. Yeah, but the, and, and I guess that that would be the interesting thing is, hmm. uh, and and maybe that's the, the what the tragedy of it. Yeah, is that he thinks he can, he 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 thinks he 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 doesn't want to give this up. He thinks he's the only one who could do this. Yeah, and that all these people are his pawns and. And he needs to, he needs to be in control of this. He will die for sure, <laughs> and um, you know, and so somebody else will have to do it. Yeah. Um, and and the question is who? Yeah. And I think that's what's so interesting about the show. Yeah, for sure. No, and that, I mean that's the title, right? Right. right. The succession. Right. So no, that's so. I'm just really you've really got me thinking about that because. Hmm. We'll have to see. And as you're saying that now, thinking about like how she's not the one that gets out of the car and like hugs him when he's, you know, getting off the airplane and that he's the one who's like, where were you? you right. Know, makes that yep. comment. And then, um, like I said, I just keep thinking about how she's been burned before. So she has. Yep. Um, yep. But I guess not so much so that he's like, he knows like not to do too much because she, I guess she could be the one. Mm. Yeah. Or at least there's some, some connection yeah, he values. Yeah, yeah. I think. Well, and I think uh, it's almost too like out of all of them, the one he sees the most of himself in would be yeah, her. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I I agree with that. Yeah, he I sees, feel like that's what you've been saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 maybe that's a good way of articulating what I'm saying is yeah. that uh, of all those kids, he sees Shiv as most like himself. Yeah, 
Yeah, like, that's he, interesting. Shiv has the characteristics that he sees in himself or that he admires in himself. Interesting. Yeah, yeah we'll have to see. Um, I think Roman has potential. <laughs> potential for what? I don't know. Like like Jerry said, sometimes he has instincts. What? Sometimes he has bad instincts. What, what uh, That spews what? Insensitivity I, I, and sperm? And he's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he's a total lost cause. Connor's a lost cause. I do feel bad yeah. for Connor, but Connor's a lost cause. What could Roman do? I don't know. Like, no, like, he's at least been in the business. <laughs> screwing things up. He screwed no. up the rocket launch. And... No, but, but at least he's willing to admit that he knew. Like, that's the thing. Also, that pisses me off, right? That when Kendall's having that conversation with them, and the only ones that are willing to admit that they knew something was going on. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I didn't know. Bullshit. But, right. And that's the thing. At least Roman will admit, like, no, oh, something was going on. Right. I mean, that to me, that says something. Yeah. I don't know. That also says something about why Shiv could run the company. <laughs> so. No, 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 it, well, no. When you say that, and the way she plays all this, no, because I was thinking about too how she calls Tom, and I'm like, well, that's kind of like a like like what is she doing there? But it's a way to like she's she you have to get support and, and but then because then she likes well maybe it could be me, but then she immediately backs off and says maybe it could be him. I but you're right, she's playing everybody right. just the way Logan does. Right. So no, I'm not saying Roman could be in charge. I'm just saying he could be doing something important. <laughs> like spewing insensitivity and sperm. Maybe, maybe. I think under the right maternal figure, he'd, he'd do great. Just like, like Jerry. Jerry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. And which also shit makes a joke about. Right. Which is something like coming out of mommy's covers or something. Yep. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. Oh no, so interesting. Yeah, we'll have to see. Yeah, I think she's gonna get burned again. I think he's gonna screw over, but yeah, probably. Yeah, because he also thinks he's invincible. Right. So, oh, I heard children screaming. Yikes. All right, let's wrap it up then. I don't hear any doorbells yet. Okay, so uh, Rose and Thorn for, oh, anyway, amazing. I can't wait to see what's going to happen. I'm really enjoying that we get to share with everybody our conversation about succession. So this is, I love the show so much. Again, great like procedural business stuff, but then drama that's just so interesting. I learned stuff and I just like it. Anyway, okay, so Rose and Thorn. Um, my uh, thorn this week, you can probably guess, is a ceiling caving in because of the mm. uh, bomb. What was it called? The bomb. Cyclone. Cyclone storm. Storm <sighs> and atmospheric river. Anyway. Or... Yeah. Walked into an office where ceiling tiles had busted through and anyway, water and damaged furniture. And so, so exciting. Um, so just so you know, everything. Also love the private world. Um, where things can get done in a week. So tiles replaced, <laughs> roof fixed, furniture's not replaced yet. We need to figure that out. Carpet's cleaned. So I think when you're working with the private industry, things can get done. That's, yeah. Anyway. I'm surprised it took the private sector a week. I know. I mean, there, I, I'm going to guess there were a few properties that had some uh, roof issues because I'm going to guess, you know, just, you know. You got a slumlord? I, I didn't say that, but yeah, I did say that on Monday. <laughs> Because because when we called the landlord, she, the secretary was like, well, you're not the only one. And we're like, oh, great. And I may or may not have actually said those words to my compatriot. So um, anyway. <laughs> um, anyway, and then um, my, oh, shoot, I had my rose for the week. And it is, oh, no, I lost it. Because I was so worried about my thorn. Oh, yeah. I guess my rose for the week is, 
I don't have one. Oh, and I'm the one who always wants to look on the positive. Okay, you do yours, okay. and I'll see if I can wrap it up with my rose. I, I know I had one ready. The rose. That, the rose is always hard for me. I know. Um, I, Thorn, I don't love Halloween. I know. These costumes are lame. I know. I, I, I guess... I. Here's the thing. I, I, I don't like participating in Halloween. Yes. I, okay, it's fun to watch stupid kids in their costumes, I guess. <laughs> I'm not, I don't, I don't want to go to a Halloween party. No. I don't want to oh, put no. on a costume. Oh, no. Um, so, bah humbug. Totally. Yeah. Totally. And no rose? No. All right. Let's bah just, humbug. Bah humbug. Well, let's just both, both end with no rose. Yeah. I know. Not, not, not my usual. I know. I know. Halloween and roofs, roofs caving in. Yes. <laughs> Just kidding. Bah All right. Humbug. Bah humbug. All right. Well, bah humbug and I'll smell you later, honey. All right. Bye.